I borrowed my mom's car to go to the store and as I'm taking my groceries out of the trunk I notice a bag that looks familiar to mine so I open it and I see G spot lubricant You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak Couch Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Vicariously Merlin. We're on season four, episodes nine and ten. These were some really good ones for the most part. Definitely better than the last few that we've been getting. Kind of lackluster. But these have some very heartfelt and heartbreaking moments in episode uh, the first one nine that we're going to talk about there was actually a fairly proficient script writing and storytelling aspect that we don't typically get out of some of the episodes of Merlin and then episode 10 wasn't the worst either we ended up getting a big emotional moment for arthur and it's nice to see that this character still continues to grow after all this time we have seen with him becoming such a better king and he shows why we should love him they just like to shat all over the great work that they tend to do sometimes so let's get into Lancelot Dulac, written by Lucy Watkins, directed by Justin Malatenkov, Malatekarava. Yep. This episode premiered 11-26 of 2011, and I gave it a 9.5 out of 10. This definitely took your heart out and stomped on it on the ground threw some sand on it as well and buried it six feet under never to be resurrected again <laughs> it starts off beautifully enough arthur calls aggravating to his rooms to announce he is marrying gwen Merlin and he tells his uncle look I've heard all the monologues before from you from my father I don't give a shit and I need a queen whom I love and whose counsel I can trust he says I am your counsel he replies you have too much of a beard to be my wife Then he leaves the room like, I suggest you get behind it and fast, if she says yes. Morgana said, I ain't with them shits and knows what can come between these lovers. His name is Lancelot. he came up out of that water all drenched and looking all too gooey despite how i've not liked his haircuts in the past i was like oh shit this is very dangerous this is some dangerous meat you putting out there to tantalize a lady's parts 
Lancelot was the one man that made Arthur insecure because he could have had her. She was ready to go fuck waiting for Arthur. He still had a lot to learn. Then him saying he did it for Morgana, that pretty much put a few nails in the coffin of their love story. So she would have happily tiptoed off with Lancelot consequences be damn but Lancelot had a perpetual inferiority complex and thus got in the way of him getting the queen at the end of the day and Merlin was like look you my friend but you ain't the best friend so while I love that you know that I love magic uh Arthur is he's like bae then the proposal oh my lanta my heart her at work just putting a bed together and i was like oh he about to get her on that bed and then him all in white with his shirt open i was like oh shoot and then he came in with a blind first he put his hands around her eyes so she couldn't see and she trusts him so much and she just knew by his smell that it was him that she allows herself to be blindfolded and then let out of a castle in the dead of night and he takes her to her place because you know that's when he fell in love with her in that moment when they kissed and it is decked out head to toe in candlelight and you know that shit was hella expensive because candles were very scarce back in the day so he spent equivalent of a million dollars on this proposal just so y'all know and it was the perfect setting and then it is also fucking romantic as he sits her down and holds her hand and she kind of so knows exactly what's about to happen and then there's merlin's ass at the window oh my god okay it's happening everybody stay calm what's the procedure everyone what's the procedure stay I'm an adult virgin. Like for real, what kind of ridiculously stalkerish shit is this? This is an intimate moment between a couple and you at the window fangirling. Like I'm not about to miss these details. I don't want to hear them secondhand. I need to leech them from this window at the exact moment as he is asking her. Very simply, he doesn't even go into a speech. He just looks at her. She know, he know, and he says, will you marry me, Guinevere? And she hugs him and he's like was that a yes and she was like for real though and then it ends and it's beautiful and then there's a tourney and both merlin and arthur look equally displeased to see lancelot spoiling the romantic glow when his ass show up immediately merlin peeps what's up and it's so unlikely but the one thing morgana doesn't know which is the fact that he has magic is the thing that would trip the shade up and it's so sensical for once in the plot i have to applaud it because it's very rare <laughs> but also merlin was looking for a reason not to trust this dude after his suspicious ass story and the fact that you showing up at hella inconvenient time and we watched you die guys he says strange indeed when merlin tells him then give him time what do you mean 
sometimes I need Gaius to be punched in the face. Did you see the way Gwen had her hand in Arthur's when they was at the dinner table and Lancelot was telling his story of coming back from the dead with all the knights around them and it was all romantic and she had her hand firmly in Arthur's and you know Arthur was like, yeah, bitch, you gonna need magic to get this shit back because it's mine. And that's exactly what happens because Aggravating tells Morgana, oh, guess what Gwen actually loves Arthur and does not have feelings for Aunt Lancelot and I'm really surprised that Agravane is surprised by the fact that she really loves Arthur like what the fuck you thought because she was a servant she must be trashy what kind of shit is that you fucking racist sexist weird dude he keeps creeping up up in freaking Morgana's personal space and she allows it I mean she got a dagger now because she's like what the fuck is this dude I need him but at the same time I'm realizing I might be vulnerable to him being sexually all up in my shit and he seems to sneak up on her in ways that she should not be allowing like what 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 did he do in his past is what I would like to know and then they use magic to get her to start having feelings for him once again and it's another part of the plot that makes sense and then Arthur's betrayal that throne scene broke my heart as he really wanted to understand like we we were happy were we not like you felt that things were good we were getting married tomorrow like do you even understand like not even about the fucking humiliation what happened what happened i didn't feel like you was having feelings for him this shit came out of left field and i need you to help me understand and she says and all she can explain is you mean everything to me i don't know what happened and he says if my father would hear he would have you killed and he says i don't want you to die guinevere i just can't see you i'm gonna need you to go you're banished you can't come back to camelot upon pain of death and this is the moment that i hated and appreciated for once morgana being the villain because this was a pretty accurate stab from someone that used to be a former friend and nobody stabs you in the back than a former friend who knows your secrets and she used them secrets to her full advantage point and i have to applaud her win as much as i hated everything about it gaius being well it's gwen's actions when Merlin's trying to explain I'm gonna get him to see that he's a shade because he thinks that will convince him to forgive Gwen and then he gonna say well you know Gwen's actions are what caused him to not marry her as if Morgana sent Lancelot and that it would be out of the realm of possibility she would have used magic on Gwen as well but because you're a useless piece of shit and you actually judging her. Go suck a dick, suck a dick, suck a motherfucking dick, suck a dick, suck a huge or small. 
her orders, Lancelot kills himself, and now everyone suspects nothing. Once again, fucking smart plot point, and Merlin is left with nothing. He can't even expose Lancelot for what he is, but he does put his soul to rest, and at least he knows for certain that his friend had no real part of this plan. (laughs) He was nothing more than a puppet to Morgana, his lady. Gwen pulling away with a wagon and looking at Merlin because she is absolutely ashamed of her own actions broke my heart. Arthur saying he still loves Gwen and Merlin being like, come on, you got to know she's still a good person. She's got a good heart. He's like, I know these things. I know it. I know that she's a good person. I know that maybe one day in the future I can forgive her. But as a king and a husband, I can't trust her. She broke my heart. And if I forgive her and allow her the chance to break my heart again, she could break me. So I got where Arthur was coming from, despite hating it again. (laughs) It's like he really did. That was his one and only woman love of his life. So there was no other. And unfortunately, he had to find out that there was another and yeah i would have ran off with him and that was a long time ago and it may have seemed after i told him to sacrifice his life for you my feelings like she was trying to explain it away to herself maybe my feelings got away from me she didn't know that she was being being manipulated with magic and frankly this is your fault merlin too and gaius for not doing more to expose aggravain but the fact that gaius who was framed is not doing or being more proactive just pisses me more the fuck off but merlin this your job sir you are supposed to protect the king and you keep letting this threat strut about and the only thing that y'all can come up with is well you know it's his uncle he's in a higher position than us so he won't we won't be believed like you know that's not true with arthur you don't have a uther around and he don't even got anyone at the court on his side y'all got all the fucking knights i don't get it it is not making no sense whatsoever while why i should say merlin is not better at what he is supposed to be doing which is protecting arthur but he can come in the room every five seconds to the next episode and talk about all the times he saved him from all the shit that he himself puts him in oh it is aggravating because if you really want to be proactive why don't you stop creeping in people's fucking windows and actually track where our aggravating is going the 50 times that they fucking go to the castle so the next time that you out on a casual ride you can make a reason to chase down where morgana's at and have a confrontation okay you could come up with an excuse to get him at least some nights at the very least you know Gwen is your best fucking friend so of course they would do anything to assist you and if you were to show them oh my god look at aggravating he we just happened to stumble upon him oh my is that morgana with him ding 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 problem solved they didn't do that though because they don't want merlin to actually be effective they clearly never knew what they wanted to do with fucking merlin his power level is on whenever the plot needs him to be that powerful it's ridiculous not more ridiculous however 
than the fact that Gwen has a whole ass brother and he didn't say shit didn't try to say shit they didn't even show him having a reaction he didn't even say you know what my sister is expelled from the community why don't i go with her and protect her because being out there alone as a woman is very dangerous and i'm just gonna let her go though because staying here with my bros means so much more to me i'm just gonna have a pissy attitude about it that i never really showcase whatsoever what the fuck is alien's character supposed to be like seriously she cares more about him than he ever really gives a fuck about her like she was being dragged in front of the whole fucking court by the second fucking relative of uther pendragon being just thrown on the floor in her knees and humiliated and i just i can't i can't the alien wasn't been like I'm taking my sword, we boxing. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna call you out. You call your six, I call my six. Matter of fact, we hooty hooted up in this bitch. We about to do a drive-by. That's what he should have been doing. That's your sister. That makes no sense to me. Why did they write this character like that? Why? Now, I'm gonna spoil this because I don't give a fuck. Gwen never gives gets vindication about being enchanted and i really despise that fact it's a slight against the woman that aggravain and another relative put her on her knees and the fact that she didn't get any type of vindication in the eyes of the man that she loves really pisses me off really pisses me off it's overlooked because it's supposed to keep to the lore because in the original Lamort D'Artha or whatever you want to call it, I think that's what I called it right you know she did very willingly have that affair with Lancelot however this show is comically removed from canon and the best part of it is the fact that our Guinevere is African-American and for the most part there are some good story arcs here and there but you can definitely get a greatest hit of merlin and a lot of those hits would be much shorter than most of the episodes of seasons combined so let's talk about episode 10 a herald of a new age written by howard overman directed by jeremy webb premiered 12 3 of 2011 my rating an 8.5 out of 10 the knights are giving elian a hard time because he know he should have helped his sister when they stumble upon a cursed shrine near camelot and alien disturbs the resting place and unleashes an evil spirit i immediately thought that's the place they kill so many druids i don't know why everyone was very surprised well with the exception of most of the knights i will say i i don't know why merlin so all of a sudden had amnesia why would and even fucking gaius why would there be one so near camelot i don't know maybe that time that merlin smuggled morgana out to go live with the druid people except that wasn't the plan and then of course uther had to get back his ward because he thought maybe because she didn't leave a note that she was kidnapped and then he sent arthur 
and the knights to slaughter all the druids and bring her back y'all remember that and that pretty much traumatized the living shit out of her and made her turn evil no okay damn though seeing Gwen in that gray shirt with his chest exposed with that fucking medallion Arthur waking with food on his face and not realizing it was precious. Merlin do be tripping with all the 21 questions though. So what are you doing today? How you feeling? How's your asshole? What's your breast smells like? Are you going to eat that? Are you not going to eat that? Should I wipe your ass? How are you feeling? Like, dude, you need to stop being in his business with such impunity. Then Arthur has food in his hair during training and it is equally precious once again when Merlin can't help being a smartass and for his lippiness he gets to be the target practice. Elliot gives him more than he bargained for because he is being haunted by a druid boy. Why they always got to be drowned? I do not know. That's just a common thing I guess when they think of he couldn't come up with anything better with oh it's a haunting person it must be someone who is drowned you know like the father you know, great this correlates so well except you know he just took an arrow and then fell into the well that's very very different than the father who just drowned people in the well <laughs> but i see where you were going with it Elian then gets scared a little bit later and Gwen punches him and I laughed so hard. I don't even know why. He was like, bruh, stop playing. <laughs> no, no, stop playing. Why you and push me once again? Okay, hold on, motherfucker. You want to get knocked the fuck out? Guess what? Eat the pavement. And then he goes comatose and the boys think that it's about his sister and Leon and Gwen are like, look, I ain't mean to hit him that hard and also can we not tell Arthur because we don't think that his we don't want him to think that his loyalties are divided because it must be hard watching what happened to his sister <laughs> except he never had a reaction and we didn't even conclude with him at the end having brought up her name once Merlin once again mad at Arthur for not wanting to discuss every thought in his brain because he keeps saying you you quiet why are you quiet today is something on your mind do you need to talk to me you should talk to me i really want you to talk why don't you think about me and you and me and you what about us why don't you think about me and you and me and you what about us what about come on man he's like uh is it about gwen i think it's about gwen everyone misses gwen <laughs> and is told to get out and once again he boasts about saving him and i'm so tired of hearing it and gaius tells merlin to convince alien or convince arthur that alien is possessed why don't i don't know the actual physician who is also the me uh, magical expert be the one to tell the king because you are a bitch i would think after he imprisoned gaius falsely and then apologized to him that arthur might be inclined to listen to him a lot more and realize that he is honest and truthful no i'm gonna send merlin who arthur kind of takes seriously sometimes 
because he thinks he's a sweet very loyal kid but also doesn't because he constantly stay doing dumb shit and you never know with him merlin telling arthur that aliens possessed with a smile though why gaius continues to be the worst why isn't he the one co-signing in the room with Agravain as both of them go back and forth after he has been attacked by Elion, Arthur that is, about about anything because that would be nice to have a third person in the room. He needs a senate. Or maybe, I don't know, Elian's friends. Elian? Am I saying it Elian or Elian? One or the other. His friends should be in the room being like, you know what? there are different things that happen because we hang out in the tavern and you don't so i know him better and i'm just saying he was a little bummed out but it seems as if this is extreme so of course gaius is fucking useless like how dare you think the uh telling merlin also when he's like okay i'm gonna go smuggle elian out well i don't think you should do that with all the guards that's crazy I don't know maybe you should try helping on the plan because there is no other plan and he has magic what are he supposed to do alien is then saved by merlin however is knocked out because he was told very clearly not to trust him because he is possessed but merlin's like i'm not gonna listen to reason and gets knocked unconscious then has to show up late for work with no actionable plan whatsoever or even urgency to find the man that is on the loose that is actually assassin the sword fight was really cool between alien and arthur i like spaced on his name for a half second and then no one hears merlin screaming or brazenly using magic as he <laughs> bursts into the room what the hell he's yelling out arthur where's the guards around the king where are they then we see that arthur is keeping Agravain out the loop because all he ever says is kill them kill them kill them kill them he sounds like his father and he's like i'm about fed up with you and your same ass shit it's all about what the people think and all about taking down the people that are my friends it's starting to get a little suspicious i wish they would show that on arthur's face at all Elian himself knows he's possessed merlin has amnesia and forgets who ordered uther to kill the druids chasing morgana's ass and they really need to be kicking his ass too because he brought her in an intangible situation and did not really tell them exactly how crazy fucking uther is matter of fact he shouldn't just never got involved period period arthur's atonement was real though he admits he was young and experienced trying to like please his father and despite the order to spare women and children some of the men ignored it and he just froze and he said it haunted him the screams and he promises the druids will be treated with respect going forward and the spirit forgives him and releases Elian, who is passed out like i don't know what the hell happened but then him hugging gwen's brother because he really didn't want to kill him because he really 
can't deal with losing another family member or uh, that last connection to Gwen and his household and I felt really sad all about that but then I had to remember that Merlin straight up followed him out of the damn castle like I'm following you to figure out what you're doing because you can't get rid of me like a cold sore Merlin gotta tease him at the end though about him being emotional and then he's like can we get a hug and then I laughed especially when the camera just went black and you heard ow so I did not hate these episodes I enjoyed them for the most part even though things happened that I weren't too particularly happy about they were definitely moving forward in the mythos they came with a lot of emotion they brought all the feelings and that is what I can expect and remember loving about this show. Time for my favorite portion. First up on the ladies night Rasta, La Mia what up christina this is take four because i can't stop coughing and it's throwing my brain off i have really bad allergies and when the weather changes from one season to the next my allergies start acting up and i keep coughing um it's starting to get uh colder in illinois we got snow once hasn't stuck yet but for the most part we've been in the 40s which is cold to me but I'm only outside when I'm running and then I'm hot so it's not really that big of a deal Um, but today we got into the 20s it didn't stay in the 20s but I think that's probably why my allergies are acting up anywho um, this is the last time I'm gonna do a take so whatever f-ups I get y'all just go here because I ain't doing it again Um, this is my uh, feedback for Merlin Um, this is season for episode 9 and 10 I definitely liked 9 more than 10 10 wasn't terrible but I did find myself getting distracted during scenes and picking up my phone and having to mentally tell myself to put it down um, I did not have that issue with 9 even though 9 did crush my soul a lot and I saw a little bit of a preview for the next episode so I think uh, 11 will be good too Um, so um, let me just go through what I wrote um, for my notes so first of all I saw the name for this episode for 9 and I was like oh my Lancelot's back but no it wasn't Lancelot and they gave it gave him to us and then took him away I gotta be honest with you I'm ready to fight Morgana she getting on my nerve not only does she look like a crack whore I feel like that's harsh but I don't know how else to explain it she's pale she's skinny she got her titties out all the time and it's not even like a cute look it's just it's like when you see a a villain or a superhero on a video game and they're wearing the tiniest pair of shorts and shirt ever and their titties are spilling out like that's first of all that's not even feasible how you gonna fight and and do missions in your in dental floss like that don't even make sense second of all it's not even a cute look like I am all about wearing whatever you want expressing your body because I can tell you right now when I lose these 15 pounds 
y'all best believe Mimi gonna be wearing some skimpy stuff. I already, I already got my Hot Girl Summer Lollapalooza outfit ordered, and it's ready. And and as soon as soon as the summertime come, I promise you, I'm gonna be skinny enough to get in it, and my my stuff is gonna be out. Let me let you in on a little secret about me. I am what I call like I am what people call thick. I had the small waist and the big butt before that shit was in. I used to hate my body. And I remember hating that like I had to I have to buy pants that have belt loops because I can't like this was before the like now they they kind of like leggings are a thing and people wear those as pants. But back in the day when I was in high school, I needed a belt because otherwise the way I was shaped, my pants would like I would sit and then my underwear would show up and that wasn't cute. Now it's apparently a thing. I I see them on every everything I look on when I'm on Instagram. I'll see in the shade room, I see a rapper with their girlfriend and their waist is really small and their butt's big. It don't look realistic to me, but I've never seen myself from the outside point of view. So maybe it never looked realistic to other people too. Maybe they thought I had a butt implant. I wish because then I could take it out and it wouldn't get in the way. But I promise you come this summer, I'm going to stuff all of this butt in some little ass shorts because I feel like I earned it and turning 38 sounds awful. So I need something to look forward to and being 38 but people be like oh my god I thought you were 20 something that's what my goal is I get people look at my face all the time and don't realize how old I am and I think it's just because I probably because I act like a child (laughs) with my juice boxes and my Nickelodeon and Disney Channel and and, uh fangirling off of shows like Julie and the Phantoms Heh, whatever that's me so I'm gonna need my body to look like it's in this 20s too and then you know whatever so anyway that's my whole uh spiel and long-winded way of saying that there's nothing wrong with dressing kind of skanky as long as it makes sense and for Morgana it does not does not at all like why are you just sitting in the woods sleep by yourself with your titties out seriously this is the time when First of all, anybody by themselves. I mean, when I used to watch the Game of Thrones, people used to be getting ransacked <laughs> in the carriage just minding their own business. So I can't imagine you being a female by yourself. And I mean, I don't know how realistic Game of Thrones was, but I swear women were always in the threat of being raped for everything. So that's what I always think about. So the fact that she just sitting there, I would personally, if I was alone, I would be dressing like a dude, but you know, whatever. But they just have her in the woods sleep dressed like a harlot and it doesn't, it doesn't make sense. So she gets on my nerve just in general, but the fact that she coming after Gwen, I can't, I can't with her anymore. I don't want to see her win. I hope. Emerus comes back and slaps her around a couple times, throw her up against the wall. She, she can get another head concussion because, I mean, frankly, it's what she deserves. The way she keeps saying, I don't want her on my throne. Arthur is on the throne. What makes you think you are, even even if you were really Uther's daughter, y'all had the exact same parents, bitch, you would not be queen. Even, even, if, even if Arthur died 
and you were next in line, your husband would be in charge. And everybody knows that but her. And I don't I don't get it. <laughs> you would think like a more realistic plan would be somehow to get Arthur on your side and brainwash him because then you could just use him as a puppet. I feel like that's a better plan, but that's just me. So I'm done talking about Morgana and I hate that I know Agravain's name now because you're going to say Agravain is aggravating and then it just stuck in my mind and I told you I didn't want to give him a name because it gave him power over me and now I know his name and when I see his face I just want to smush it. I freaking hate him. He's so annoying and the fact that he's still here and can't and and Arthur has to know he's trash has to know we know that Merlin and Gaius know but they're stupid and a waste of time in life and they just aren't gonna do anything about it I just don't understand like they couldn't even tell Gwen that that um Agravain is working for Morgana like she she has Arthur's ear and the fact that they won't even like tell her she would believe them that shit pisses me off and every time I see Agravain I think about how pissed off I am that we have to sit here and look at him it's it's bothersome it's really bothersome so that's the last I'm gonna talk about those two fools luckily in episode 10 we didn't see much of either one of them um but I got the thing that I wrote in my notes was um Arthur (laughs) he saw um okay because because we know that um Morgana wanted to use Lancelot to get Gwen away from Arthur which was it was successful one of her plans actually worked but when they saw him like their reaction was so underwhelming like (laughs) I I literally laughed out loud when Arthur goes we're pleased to see you like (laughs) everybody's face was so bland and like non-emotional like this motherfucker y'all saw him die he walked into the veil and never to be seen again like y'all saw that and that's all you got like Gwen was just sitting there with her eyes all big nobody's I'd have been like what the fuck how who what how I would have been shocked and shooketh and they are sitting there just looking at a blanket not not even like it didn't even have they had a Danielle Panabaker kind of reaction like you need to do better with your acting like that it just looks so underwhelmed like y'all know he died and now y'all see him and he just shows up like nobody's shocked nobody got questions the whole thing was just ridiculous their reaction was a mess um I did like that Merlin finally used the book I was really proud of him you would think guys would be the one to look up the necromancer but no Merlin did and he actually used the spell without Gaius I was proud of him hopefully we see more of that but I'm not gonna hold my breath that was probably just a one-time thing because it moved the plot along um uh, I just this episode just crushed my soul because uh, when I saw like okay because at first I thought aggravate thought he was gonna give Gwen that damn bracelet like motherfucker she is not gonna take that shit from you but then when I saw that it was gonna be given to her by um Lancelot I was like damn that's actually a good plan and it's gonna work and then when oh that scene where they were in the that 
where the council meeting room or whatever and Gwen was kissing Lancelot and Arthur saw like my heart stopped like I I just knew it was gonna be awful and then they were fighting and then she got in the middle of them and then the scene that crushed my soul and I will never be the same again I I will forever remember this scene because it was probably the most gut-wrenching thing and the best acting I've seen throughout this entire series so far was when they were when Arthur kicked everybody out of the room and he confronted Gwen like and she was like sobbing and she was saying all I ever wanted to be was your queen and I couldn't control myself it was it was devastating but it was like beautiful because it was such a good acted scene and it was so their reaction was so like real and Arthur saying like I could never kill you like that right there shows that he's a better king than Uther because you know Uther I love you or not even if he's capable of loving someone because I like I guess he loved Arthur but I don't know the way he sacrificed his wife to get a child I don't know that he's capable of love he might think he loved Arthur but I I'm just gonna say he did because he did risk his life for him so I'm just gonna go ahead and say he did love him even though I don't know that he really can love anybody um but him not being able to kill her but banish her like it was so the scene was so good and like I'm not gonna lie I was like I was a bubbling mess like I was bawling for real like I was really sad because I knew that it was hard for him but he probably couldn't look at her um because he probably kept seeing her kiss Lancelot and then to to twist the knife in my heart they decided to just have Lancelot kill himself like seriously y'all not even gonna we can't even get Merlin to save him go find his soul and bring him back and then he could be like I I don't remember any of that I don't think that was me no no he just killed himself and now he's dead for good and Merlin then burned his body so now we never could see him again at least that's the lore from the supernatural stuff I've watched once a body's burned it's no longer feasible unless God or somebody brings a body back and I don't know that there's God in this um I guess branch of wizardry <laughs> Um, the other thing I would like to talk about is um, Elion like I just I don't know the whole time he didn't didn't seem to act like that was his sister at all like I know they tried to like course correct it in the next episode and try to say oh he hasn't he's been real quiet blah 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 but that first scene before he got possessed he was in a pretty good mood he didn't look like he gave a shit that his sister was banished and I would like to point out motherfucker that you wouldn't be where you are you wouldn't be a knight if it wasn't for her Arthur did everything for you because of her and you sir suck because I would at least go find her and talk to her and be like what happened maybe we could figure out what happened and and fix it no he didn't seem like he gave a shit at all and they're trying to say he was really heartbroken because um you know but he would never you know sway he he's loyal to arthur sir you should be loyal to your sister when she was banished you should have been with her and i don't know how it works for being a knight but i know how it works for being family i'm sorry arthur if she gotta go i can't let her be out there by herself i gotta go with her i can't let her 
be a woman alone in this century so she can end up somewhere dead or someone's sex slave or worse you know sold it i don't know they act like slavery wasn't a thing maybe back then it wasn't i i don't know how it works i'm not i don't know anything about british history shit i barely know american history but i just feel like he did a very shitty job of being a brother and that's just been his mo so i don't really don't know i'm surprised but i thought maybe a line or something saying how he missed gwen would have been nice but no and then we had to watch him be possessed and then that took the forefront of the fact that um his sister's gone um and just a side note is it just me or did that little demon i guess he wasn't a demon the little ghost water boy didn't he look like merlin i don't know why they keep making these druids look like merlin but they all like merlin morgana they all look similar and it's weird i don't know if they do that on purpose but that little boy could have played merlin as a little kid it was uncanny um and i will say i did however like how they showed arthur being miserable that gwen was gone that was nice it would have been nice if we saw her brother with some type of sadness but you know i digress um i hope i know next episode we get to see gwen again but now i'm curious to know how we're gonna get them back together because she was supposed they were supposed to be married this episode or episode nine and i'm mad morgana need her ass whooped we we missed the wedding oh gosh i'm so mad i'm so mad that scene is just gonna sit with me for the rest of my life it was just devastating and now i feel like we're probably not gonna get their wedding until the last episode it's probably gonna be in the season finale the series finale because that's how they do black characters i hate to say that but it's the god-awful truth (laughs) we never we never get the ending we deserve ever unless the show is literally ran by black people if it's a black character with a cast full of white folks we always end up with the short end of the stick and it sucks but unfortunately it's just it's reality it's been my 37 years of watching tv and so far i've not been wrong (laughs) um uh, i think that's all i have like i said i definitely like nine more than ten even though it was devastatingly sad um but ten wasn't terrible um it did let us see that that arthur is missing gwen um what that means for the future i guess we don't know um but as of right now she is god knows where hopefully she's safe and we will see her next episode so we'll get an answer to that so i'm gonna end it here um until next time love peace hair grease and black girl magic queen of the couch mimi out that was mimi with her thoughts on these two episodes morgana looks like a crack whore <laughs> no 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 <laughs> I was dying dying cause she does look like some strung out heroin addict does she not just in that all black that she ain't the gown she ain't changed in a minute remember she at least have to ha- used to have several outfits a season she just been in this shit she is a 
absolute and utter just black widow just that that cockroach that will not die will not die and in reference to her plan i actually think this was what made her a villain so hating her is exactly how you should feel (laughs) um i also want to lose 15 pounds as well that is my goal i've been doing yoga uh some of the classes like the exercising type of yoga it's a slow going slow going i'm still doing my zumba as well but i'm also just monitoring what i eat and that's my goal before my vacation in april is to drop 15 pounds so i can go slut it up somewhere and a place in which everyone will be checked if they have the coronavirus (laughs) like you don't have it you don't have it you're safe get your dick over here and put it in my vagina yes people think i look younger than i am too but girl let's just be real black don't crack and we have some glowing ass skin and we also both look young as shit ain't got nothing to do with the fact that you watch cartoons i watch adult cartoons so just same concept different field (laughs) not judging not at all and i think that was all i wanted to mention about that oh about you running i told you that i can't run but i applaud you for running out there and i was laughing the other day when you was like oh yeah i don't want to get accustomed to running in the code i never ever even gave it a a inkling of a thought i'm not running out in that are you are you out of your mind besides i had the same we had the same winter like in one day the first day of the, the the december month we had like fucking 10 inches of snow it was ridiculous like what the hell and then the temperature dropped and today and yesterday it's been creeping back up to the low 40s but jesus yes but as my mom says you don't come out so (laughs) i have not gotten the seasonal allergies as of yet we shall see by the next few days since i did leave the house today and girl i never wanted morgana to win Morgos gave Morgana false impressions about her position in life and she be up in that cage high as a kite doing meditation because she is literally literally a pale comparison only Lancelot and Merlin were there girl when Lancelot died <laughs> the other knights were not there um it was Arthur who was trying to sacrifice himself and then he got knocked out and then it was merlin who was gonna sacrifice himself or some shit like that it was just them three though arthur didn't witness it and yeah (laughs) gwen wasn't even there (laughs) and she already did her tears and crying at his burial when she admitted that she totally told him to give his life for you if he came to that and uh i told him to do it so yeah um <laughs> and then they they held hands at his grave at his grave so uh no i i did not at all 
expect or feel like the reaction they gave at least was was not the norm the knights could have been happier to see him but i think it's been like a year or some shit i don't know i really don't know how time works in this show but they're like eh, we like likes lance a lot i mean he's he's i but clearly he was not the favorite <laughs> that's Gwen and percival they got like a built-in friendship and then elion is like the third wheel that got this job because she was cush with the king and that brings us to the dragging of ellie and everything you say i co-sign then i was like nah merlin is the number one arwen shipper of course he jumping in that book to get all of the knowledge because this shit cannot happen he is interfering in our ship <laughs> so he had to bring out the actual brain except he couldn't take it to the next level he's not there yet and girl uther only loved arthur he may not have known what was uh what's the word healthy love but he did love that boy and not only because he risked his life for him at the end arthur was pretty much being lippy with him and not doing anything the fuck he said and let's see morgana did that shit and she was in chains in the dungeon black characters true but in this case wrong 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 you're wrong you're wrong you're wrong i love that the most you had to say about episode 10 was that Arthur was sad that Gwen was gone. Nothing about the Druids or his big moment crying about the Druids and coming to some atonement and growth as a character. You're like, he was missing Gwen, so he's still allowed to live. <laughs> Let's check in with Shy. Hey, Christina. It's me, Shy. I am here to give my feedback for Merlin episodes 9 and 10. I'm sending my feedback um, a little bit early um, because I'm going to have a lot going on um, this week. I'm doing some traveling and all that good stuff. And so I wanted to go ahead and get my feedback and things of that nature in um, real early. So that I don't have to think about it and I can focus on other things. Um, but yeah, um, so about these two episodes, um, I mean, I enjoy them to a certain extent and I'll go into that. As a matter of fact, I'll just go ahead and start breaking it down. So we have episode 9 where we have the return of Lancelot, so to speak. And I must say, I am very, very irritated with this episode. And when I say that, what I mean is, you know, um, you know, Lancelot was a good person, a loyal, you know, noble person, and... The fact that, I mean, when I say that, I mean, you know, Morgana, she just went down another peg or two on my shit list um, because 
That is so messed up what she did. I mean, she took this honorable, noble person who sacrificed himself for his king, uh, well, for Arthur, um, and ruined his name. I mean, that's basically what she did. Um, brought him back from the dead. I mean, of course, the evil, the evil version of him, was she possessed and ruined his name. You know, now this Lancelot comes back and quote unquote commits adultery and then commits suicide. I'm like, really? <laughs> I mean, I am so mad that I mean he did not deserve that type of an ending. The way he died was the way he should have died and how they should have remembered him. But now unless something changes in the future, they're going to think of him in this other fashion, you know, this new memory, um, and that pisses me off, so this, yeah, this episode really irked me for that reason, um, I mean, for that reason among many, I don't know if you said you liked this one, I personally did not like it, um, in that way, um, and of course with the Arwen stuff I just uh, I just felt like this this whole episode was just so contrived to me um and, and it irritated me that Gaius and Merlin back to my complaint from my previous pod my previous feedback um on your last podcast about them being so inactive and so passive aggressive when it comes to trying to prove things sometimes I'm like this is once you realize that that wasn't truly Lancelot I mean I felt like they should have done a lot more to try to prove to Arthur that this isn't really Lancelot and that um and then doing so you know that Gwen was somehow possessed because this was so out of character for her I mean it just I, I just it just irritated me more than anything um and so and so you know author banishing Gwen from Camelot <sighs> um I just it doesn't I mean I get him being upset and I get him to a certain degree but it's like this is the woman that you love this is the woman that you you're planning to marry and you know you're just gonna just send her off i mean of course this reminded me of the uther the episode when uther was trying to send them send her off they banished her from camelot and you know Arthur got upset and you know was willing to give up his kingdom was willing to give up everything for her and then in this one it's like no bye you know i'm not even trying to even if like behind the scenes on the DL like try to make sure that she's safe and taken care of even though she's not going to be in Camelot you know you know find some way to make sure that she you know goes somewhere where she'll be um you know cared for um instead of I don't know it just this episode just didn't do it for me personally um so I'm not yeah I'm not sure what I was supposed to get out of this but yeah mostly irritation for my part 
and again you know the the inactiveness of Gaius and Merlin um this whole time and it's like nobody suspected anything nobody thought that Lancelot acted different because he even with the you know with Merlin with Merlin and Gaius putting them aside I mean he just didn't seem like the same person and you know again I guess we could chalk it up to traumatic experience or whatever but it's like they didn't show too much of that you know because he was just a shell of himself and nobody recognized that and so and of course with all the shenanigans that go on in Camelot with magic and people getting possessed and all that good stuff it just it just it just irritated me that nobody questioned things and nobody you know nobody did more they just let things happen and so I don't know I you know I mean I don't know if I I don't know I mean now that I'm thinking about it this this was not an episode that I enjoyed um so yeah on to episode 10 well, we get a break from Morgana, thank God, because I think, um, like I said, I, I mean, she went way down on my shit list, and so to get a break from her stupidity and boringness was fine with me, um, but in this one, I'm not sure, you know, you know, when author was like gazing off into, you know, the distance you know the few times we saw him I don't it was hard to tell if I was thinking it was about Gwen you know him missing Gwen um but then I'm like was it also about his guilt about him remembering what happened during this in that area you know and everything that went on I'm not sure maybe it was a combination of both but I don't know I was expecting a little bit more um of him of the aftermath of Gwen being banished from Camelot but I don't know I don't know and it could have been that too you know him not being able to sleep and all that good stuff him in mourning over that so that's what I'm wanting to believe that it was more about that than and then later on it became about um his guilt over uh, what he did when he was younger so yeah um I don't know <laughs> I don't know if y'all if y'all noticed this or not but what is up with the wet dripping people every time they show um like spirits that come back from the dead they're always dripping they're always wet I'm like what is up with that I'm like can't why can't they be dry so that's <laughs> I don't know it's just it's just like their thing like Merlin's thing dripping wet kids and dripping wet women I guess they drown everybody that was their their way of killing um and during those times uh, yeah just and I didn't even see so they do throw people in that well throw the kids in that well because then I'm like um I don't I, yeah just they drowned the the kids and then they shot the the men and because they talked about seeing bows and seeing arrows so I thought that was that was I don't know that's just a a, a thing that they do it's kind of weird or it's, it's getting kind of weird because it's like yeah they, they've been doing it for a few seasons now 
You know, if I see poor Elyon getting punched one more time, I mean, my goodness, that dude got punched how many times in this episode getting knocked the hell out by first got, uh, Gwen and then um, Percival? It's like, damn, uh, poor, poor Elyon, and it's not even his fault. Poor guy is being possessed and then knocking him the hell out. And then, of course... Merlin gets knocked out later on in this one. So this was the episode of people getting knocked the hell out. So and of course we got Agravain. I'm just so tired of him. I'm just tired. I'm tired of all of it. I'm tired of him just getting to say his two cents and no one questions anything that well, they do in private, him and Merlin and Gaius, but other than that, they, you know, whatever. I'm just, I'm just over his self-righteousness and no one, no one doing anything to expose him. So, and we're on what, episode 10. So this is still going on. We're still believing everything this, this guy says. And uh, yeah, just like you said, Christina, in your po- last podcast, you know, he's known Arthur's known Gaius all his life and he's really only known this dude for a few months and yet or a year or however long I don't know how long he's been there and um yet he's just never on the radar there's no suspicion well there was that one episode but then next you know there's no more suspicions on this guy like really anyways yeah I'm, I'm not you know the only thing I will say about this one you know Elyon you know you hear I know they weren't taking Merlin seriously but at the same time it's like you know if I'm being told that this is a evil you know spirit you know shrine and evil spirits whatever I'm not trying to drink no dang water <laughs> in that area I'll just be thirsty for a few more minutes but I don't know whatever so we get Elyon getting possessed and um I don't know. So we get that. Then we get Gaius. You know, Gaius frustrated me in this episode cuz he's just so not helpful sometimes. He was just so blase about, you know, I guess we'll have to kill Elyon and you know the man is possessed. It's like, "Why? Didn't y'all didn't you and Merlin come up with a solution?" It's like, what happened to that solution of knocking Elian out and getting trying to use magic to get, you know, get the spirit out? I, I, I don't know what happened to that plan, but, you know, just because he ended up getting one over on Merlin doesn't mean totally throw away the plan. I mean, the plan could still work. Anyways, I thought that was aggravating. So, I don't know. And yeah, we got good old Merlin just happened to come across whatever. He's always in the right place at the right time or the wrong place at the right time or the right place at the wrong time. I don't know how you ever want to say it, but he's always there. He always just so happened to see someone lurking about and then he's following them. Like, oh, of course he saw Arthur go off into the um, woods. So um not surprised by that. He's just always there. Um, but I did, I did love that speech that he ended up giving to the, um, the Druid boy, aka Elyon, aka Druid boy, um, and, um, yeah, it was a good piece of backstory, you know, back to what I was saying earlier, 
um, I guess this is when um, Arthur was more aware of the consequence of the things he did so it wasn't just Uther that was doing misdeeds and you know I thought that was you know powerful and you know, I got a little teary-eyed listening to him um talk about you know being a better person being a better king and making it up to them and then the Jewish boy talking about I forgive you that was I love that I really did I enjoyed that part of it a lot I did not miss Morgana in this one. If I hadn't said that already, did not miss her at all. Nice little break from her nonsense. Um, but um, yeah, I will say at the end, the end scene with um, Merlin and his, I, you know, sometimes Merlin, he just goes too far. I mean, I know he jokes around and stuff like that, but it's like, you know, just let the moment be Merlin. Just let that emotional moment that happened in the woods be why would you bring it up and you know ugh. i know i mean again i know that's their thing their bromance but you know sometimes it's best to not say anything merlin and just let the moment be what it was but i did miss gwen in this episode and i thought it was weird you know everybody's talking about how elion missed his sister but he sure wasn't acting like it um that you know his sister being banished from you know it's kind of weird i don't know just that whole Gwen thing i mean they mentioned it they would bring it up but it was just i don't know i guess i was expecting more about um their reactions the aftermath of gwen being um banished from camelot but you know elion was going about his business i you wouldn't even know that his sister was banished and I'm a, again, I'm just assuming that Arthur staring off into space and not being able to sleep was because of everything that happened with Gwen. So, yeah. Anyway, um, that's all I have for these two episodes. Um, yeah, that's it. So I will leave it at that. So until next time, much love, peace, and Black Girl Magic, Queen of the Couch, Shy. Queen Shy, not a fan, particularly of episode nine. I sense some hurt feelings <laughs> in regards to Gwen, what happened, Lancelot. You did bring up a really good point that they ruin Lancelot's honor. True. Uh, suicide is though how he died the first time just point that out <laughs> but it was meant to show him dying an honorable death by suicide being as he quote-unquote did something wrong it was as i stated a brilliant plan for morgana and that's not many wins that she gets and thus as much as I despise it as a villainous move it was the best move and one that you can see her utilizing to her benefit and it have a higher chance of succeeding so while I of course am not happy about how this episode went down it was 
a very rare moment of seeing as we were just dragging her as being the crack whore <laughs> crazy lady in the woods it was a a nice move on the chess board of trying to get herself as queen right and i know mimi brought up the same thing like your husband's gonna rule that doesn't really matter to her Agravain probably thinks he's about to be that husband as i stated earlier also damn i said as i stated twice i'm trying to not say that as i said on the mandalorian podcast it's just something I, i'm trying to eradicate from my vocabulary as it sounds very um insistent and that's not what i mean it's just more like i'm referencing back what i was pointing out before because i am kind of repeating it a bit that's what i mean by it but it can come out and be interpreted a different way anywho i think that as far as the villain story goes she she did what she was supposed to do as the villain and i felt the threat of her and that's what you want to at least for me i want to feel from my villains because otherwise yes she's just this crazy lady in the woods in which i don't take very seriously anymore she's just lost her shit and killed her own sister and lost everything all trying to take this throne and the one thing i think while she's focusing on gwen so much is that was the the ultimate last nail in her coffin of being an absolute and utter failure because that's what she is right now <laughs> and so i think this was a masterful stroke in making her once again seem like a veritable threat because she hasn't been all of this season at least i have not seen her as a threat all of this season and then in regards to the betrayal though this is the legend i will say they took a kinder more gentler uh, faultless approach at it that both gwen and lancelot were puppets whereas in the true legend lancelot and gwen did what they did and yeah Gwen was much older or Arthur was much older than Guinevere Guinevere was like oh I like you what I see and Lance was like oh I have this honor and love for Arthur but at the same time I'm in love with your wife and they were actually married so it could have been a very sloppy thing but in trying to honor not only the legend itself or the relationship or the significance of the name really of lancelot they had to touch upon this it was going to happen i knew it was going to be that one thing that really broke them apart in an actual betrayal between them but in the eyes of the audience it was a very faultless type of thing and yet as i stated earlier they never tried to make any vindication to it because it's still a pretty core part of the legend so i can see from a writer's perspective i know i was saying earlier the show has a tendency not to be close to the text 
but I think when it comes to its big aspects, like there is no debate that Gwen is going to end up with Arthur. There's just <laughs> they could have done it really worse and I think that's why I enjoyed it so much because it allowed for the legend to be turned on its head really giving its own twist and then keeping the integrity of all three characters in the situation so I guess I was viewing it from a holistic standpoint and then the acting was just so well done that you were at your the edge of your toes because you didn't know what was going to happen like oh my god you knew where this was going at least I knew where it was going as I was watching it maybe I'm not sure how familiar you are with the lore it could have felt out of left field for you but you know she was enchanted he was enchanted too he's a slave to Morgana and yeah we're supposed to hate her we're not supposed to love her so her going down notches that to me that that's what you you want to see your villain go uh, down when they really deserve it versus just being knocked around just like oh here comes this crazy lady again this now wants us to have vindication it's to cause the audience to want to feel that so i thought they just did a good job with what the story was supposed to be allowing the characters to really take on some dramatic adult acting regarding you know something that really never got spoken about even in the past between them which was her relationship with Lancelot and you know and he had his feelings or he had his opportunities of other women and he spoke about those things directly with her and yet this thing with Lancelot was something they never touched upon so it, it had to come about the way it, it came about even if it was tragically and I just thought it meshed together so well everything we love about this character and it was heartbreaking because we know these are two people at the end of the day that still very much love each other you have Arthur with this huge betrayal and he's not petty he's even saying as he leaves the room I'm so sorry I know you're saying that's out of character for him but at that point what was he gonna do I mean it's not like she wasn't acknowledging that there was something going on that she could not explain and it did not exonerate her in her explanation it it seemed like what she was saying to him in that moment in that throne room was that yes I had this relationship with Lancelot I saw him I had these feelings of guilt about the fact that he was he sacrificed himself for you so yeah I let him in my home and I maybe got let him get closer than maybe as a as a betrothed woman to the king should considering we did have this relationship in the past we kissed in the past and so I think her feeling guilty about that and then whatever came first she can't account for it so she's just like I don't know what happened maybe those feelings like she felt what she was feeling she just didn't know why she was feeling it and hearing that from her out of her own lips what other reaction was he supposed to give in that moment I think was to say you can't stay here I mean everyone's going to be looking at you they're going to be looking at me we're obviously not getting married tomorrow 
and he was devastated and heartbroken and betrayed at that moment so i think he didn't even choose to go a vindictive route if he was his father and he in the end just felt a great deal of sorrow and that is what you see in the next episode him without her that's him missing a part of himself and he is grief stricken about it and he doesn't even want to talk about it to Merlin he's just that's just something he's closed right now it's raw it hurts and he just now has to go about his business and then this thing with Ilian comes up and you know it kind of brings it back to the forefront then he has to confront something that he himself has done that was rather unforgivable and he is forgiven and that opens the whole concept to what comes next so there is a correlation there the whole alien thing though i think we've dragged him enough <laughs> we they just that was a slip of the character he didn't seem as everyone has pointed out the least bit concerned about his sister he should have left and gone with her clearly when she said i don't know where to go and he didn't say you know what let me let me assist you with at least getting you situated somewhere nearby but that is not what happened so i too brought up the fact about the drenched people that was i guess a thing with jeremy webb that's how he likes his haunted people soaking wet he just likes the effect i guess maybe that's a fantasy of his he plays it out role plays it when he is um having sex like you know what let's get dripping wet gaius being the absolute worst i mean he's just the useless is we've we've run out of terminology that is not going to be very repetitive when it comes to exactly what that man is because <laughs> yeah him just being so quick to let alien die as well and then you know he'll have no choice but to kill gwen like what the fuck dude you wasn't even putting your life on the line at all you're like i've had too many brushes with death i'm done i'm done just an absolute coward and it's a what did i say here sensitive time oh it's a sensitive time what i mean by that i don't know but i wrote it down and now I can't really remember and yes and then I yeah. <laughs> as the same thing I was saying to Mimi yeah no one really watched him die except for Merlin and him being like oh I came back like the person that would have been able to burst that bubble the most was Merlin seeing as he was there and then maybe Arthur but he kind of saw the ending of it more than, and more than anything else and so it's magic it's possible but they did burn his body at least they did a funeral pyre i don't think they actually burned his body i can't remember or recall that yeah they couldn't have because he went through the veil so it wasn't like he took a a, a sword to the stomach and you're like wait hold on we we watched you with the life come out of your breath 
they just saw him one minute and then he was gone the next and they was like okay he's dead and then they did a funeral power to honor him that was it so him being like hey i'm showing up with this story and yes it's possible it's shady but really what are the motives he came back from death just so he can ruin the relationship between gwen and arthur like that doesn't that's petty and everyone that knew that knew him beforehand knew him as an honorable person so why would they think the man that gave his life for the king would pose any type of threat so i don't know maybe that's just me (laughs) being extra types of sticking up for those episodes but i hope that gave some clarification at least into what i believe anyway to be a a thinking point for what they were trying to accomplish with these two episodes so if you want to join in the conversation you can send feedback to blackoutcouch at gmail.com you can find this podcast on podbean stitcher itunes spotify and wherever else good podcasts can be found my social medias will be below remember to like share subscribe and if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease and blacker magic